Welcome to Behind the Curl, where connection is created with one another through the sharing of our personal natural hair stories and experiences, as well as natural hair education brought to you by myself. I am a naturally textured curly hair specialist. I am also your host, Amy Bush, and I invite you to join me as we celebrate what is natural, beautiful, and authentic. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Curl with me as your host, Amy Bush. Today I wanted to talk about a subject that can be very scary for a lot of people. A huge majority of individuals that I come across deal with this, and it's really hard to know how to fix what this issue is. Sometimes it can be easy and simple, and sometimes it's not so easy. What is this issue? The issue is hair loss. There can be many reasons for hair loss. And you have to be quite the detective to figure out what it is. Now, obviously, I can't truly determine what the reason or the issue is of that's causing hair loss. But I can help give you some answers and some ideas on what might be going on so that you can go back to your doctor or your dermatologist and talk with them and be able to find out or at least get started as to what might be causing the problem. I myself have noticed that my hair has been thinning out a bit. I am at that age of my life that this is going to happen. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to do a little bit of research. I'm going to start going down that rabbit hole in the world of the internet. And I thought that I would just share some of the information that I found. Of course, there are many reasons, like I said, for hair loss. But I know that for myself, it is going to be age-related and I was looking at my diet and I thought, you know what, let me see how my diet is. Maybe I can get some nutrients. Maybe I can, you know, support my body a little bit better. And I was getting ready to go to the store. And before I made my list, I thought, you know what, let me take a look at this. So I wanted to share with you the information that I found. One of the first things with our diet is that if we are deficient in different vitamins in different areas of supplements, then if you have too much of these vitamins or supplements in your body, that can also cause hair loss. So balance is going to be the key. And of course, before adding any sort of supplementation into your diet, please talk with your doctor or your pharmacist or your dermatologist so that they can guide you to know if this is what you should be doing for yourself. Biotin. This is an important vitamin for digestion. It helps to convert folic acid so that your body can make new red blood cells. I didn't know this. Some foods that are high in biotin. Egg yolks, except for an overconsumption of egg whites. That can actually cause a deficiency. Milk, bananas. Walnuts have the highest source of biotin out of the nuts. Pork liver, as well as pork chops. Salmon, sunflower seeds, mushrooms, and sweet potatoes. Now, some of these might be on your list of foods to eat, and some of them may not be on your list of foods to eat, but this is going to give you a wide range of foods that you can take a look at. Iron. This is one of those things that I see in hair loss very commonly uh, as I am looking through clients' hair and looking at their density and looking at to see what the density is, not only with the number of hairs on their head, but also the density when I pull the hair out and we're going to look at the base of the hair, the midsection of the hair and the ends. Your body uses iron to produce hemoglobin in your blood. And this carries oxygen for growth and repair of the cells in your body, including the cells that stimulate hair growth, foods that would be high in iron. Animal-based sources, 
beef, lamb, veal, pork. In fact, the redder the meat, the higher the level of iron. Liver. You can also receive iron from poultry. Fish and shellfish are good examples. Salmon, sardines, and tuna. Eggs. Plant-based sources of iron. Nuts, dried fruit, wholemeal pasta and bread, iron-fortified bread and breakfast cereal. Legumes, which are going to be your beans, lentils, your chickpeas. Dark leafy greens, such as spinach, uh, beet greens, kale, mustard greens, or even broccoli, oats, and tofu. Iron absorption can be enhanced by taking vitamin C. In fact, it is recommended that you add vitamin C to your diet at the same time that you're consuming your iron-based foods. They work together. Foods that are rich in vitamin C, because of course, if you're going to be putting the foods together, which one should you add in? So citrus fruits, tomatoes, berries, kiwi fruit, melons, and green leafy vegetables. Are you seeing a little bit of a consistency here, especially with the green leafy vegetables? They seem to contain everything that we need. Now, coffee, tea, and red wine can reduce iron absorption. Calcium-rich foods, calcium supplements, and some soybean-based foods can also inhibit iron absorption. So if you do enjoy your coffee, tea, and your red wine, as well as your dairy foods, consume these in between your meals, not at the same time as you're eating. Now zinc. This one, they said, is a little bit tricky. You can't have too much and you can't have too little. Both ways can cause hair loss. Before taking supplements, you have to check with your doctor. They're going to be able to tell you if you should take a supplement or a vitamin because your body's deficient, or if maybe you shouldn't take it because it's going to counteract another medication that you are on. But foods that contain zinc, red meats, poultry, liver, wheat germ, pumpkin seeds, prawns, egg yolks, and soy. Now, when I was looking at that and I saw prawns, I know that that's a shellfish. So I'm thinking that shellfish might possibly be on this list as well. You'd have to do a little more research to see if that's true. Now, zinc supplements can reduce calcium. So do not take it at the same time as your high calcium foods. Now, maybe you've heard of selenium. I've heard about this before, and I knew that this was a supplement that was recommended to seek out to help with hair loss. Uh, It's usually added in with a lot of other supplements when you're going and reading the back of the bottle. But it's an antioxidant and an immunomodulatory. This also helps to support proper function of the thyroid hormone. And this is also a hormone that is important for hair growth regulation. Foods that contain selenium, mushrooms, especially shiitake and white button, enriched pasta, lima and pinto beans, nuts, especially Brazil nuts, seeds like sunflower, sesame, flax, and chia, brown rice, Green vegetables, including broccoli, cabbage, and spinach, as well as other leafy greens. And oatmeal. I guess I'm going to be having to add a lot more oatmeal into my diet. Might be a good breakfast food. Omega-3 is an essential fatty acid, and this is good for tissue maintenance, and it lowers inflammation. Foods that are high in omega-3. Fatty fish, such as salmon, halibut, sardines, trout, catfish, cod, tuna, and herring. Nuts flaxseed, canola oil, and eggs. Magnesium. This regulates the hair follicle production and the overall hair growth cycle. When the levels are low, the follicles are going to end up in a resting phase and they're going to stop producing new hair. I did not know this about magnesium. I knew it was good for muscles. I knew it was good for our nerves, nervous system, but I didn't know that about the hair. 
Now, magnesium prevents calcium buildup at the scalp level, and it improves scalp circulation in order to stimulate the hair follicles. So I think I'm going to be adding a bit more magnesium into my diet. Foods that are rich in magnesium, avocados, dark chocolate, seeds and nuts, tofu, beans, fatty fish, bananas, and leafy greens. Vitamin D. This regulates the cell cycles, which affects the hair growth cycles. Foods that contain significant amounts of vitamin D, cod liver oil, trout, salmon, white mushrooms. Another way to receive vitamin D is the sun, the UVB rays. These are going to help your body produce more vitamin D. Spending more time outside will also help. And it's recommended that anywhere from 5 minutes to 30 minutes, at least twice a week, will be a boost that your body will appreciate. Folate or folic acid. This is important in the replenishing of the red blood cells in the body. It also stimulates the hair follicles and activates the sebum glands, which is how our body provides moisture and prevents hair loss. If the hair follicles dry out, then the roots of the hair can die and you will have hair loss. Foods that contain folate. Dark green leafy vegetables such as turnip greens, spinach, romaine lettuce, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, and broccoli. Beans, peanuts, sunflower seeds, fresh fruits, fruit juices, citrus fruits, whole grains, liver, shellfish, and eggs. So I've just given you a bit of a partial list of some of the vitamin deficiencies that can cause hair loss. And of course, there's a lot of different vitamins that are going to be imperative to staying healthy and having hair growth. But adding these essential foods into your diet can help assist your body in growing healthier hair. And I just really found it interesting at how that list was so consistent for each one of these vitamins. So the good thing is that when you consume one thing, you actually will be getting vitamins that are needed in other areas as well. So after I went shopping, you should have seen my countertop. I had most of those things on my list and I brought them home with me. And I happen to love Brussels sprouts. I hope you love your leafy greens as well. So I'm sure you'll be going to the grocery store here pretty soon. And I hope that as you're walking around, you're pretty inspired by looking at all the good yummy vegetables that are around or maybe even you have some favorite meats there. And one of my things is that I get tired of coming up with new recipes for meals. So one of my little hacks is I will go to Google and just type in some of the ingredients that I have and see what recipes pop up. Could be a fun adventure. I see lots of yummy things coming to you. So much curl love and have a wonderful day. If you have really enjoyed listening today and would like to have me address any questions you may have, or if you are inspired to be interviewed on this podcast with your story, with either your success journey, or you would even appreciate extra help with your curls, send all correspondence to me at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com. I would love to add your voice and inspire other listeners. Now, I have an opportunity that is special for all of you that are hairstylists. Or maybe you are not, but you know a hairstylist. And if you were inspired by what you heard and seeking to expand your curl education, I would like to invite you to visit the Ambushed Curl Academy website. There you will find my online curl education course I created in order to inspire other hairstylists. If you have any questions, I can be reached at ambushedcurlacademy at gmail.com and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me today. It has been a pleasure to have this opportunity to celebrate natural curls with you. And until we meet again, 
love your curls, and embrace the natural beauty that is uniquely you.